Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 160 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and this week I'm going to be sharing with you three mistakes I see people making when it comes to their marketing strategy. Now, if we are not already familiar with each other, hello, my name is Alice. You can call me AB, Al, Ali, whatever takes your fancy. And I am a business and marketing strategist. I've spent the last six years um, helping businesses grow, and my business first began in marketing. I started out as a social media manager and then pivoted into digital marketing coaching. So marketing has a very special place in my heart. It is absolutely my like secret favorite child in my business if I was allowed to have one. And I think it's just something that is such an exciting topic. I love how nerdy you can get when it comes to marketing strategy. I love trying to blend the kind of creativity and the storytelling with the more theory-based strategic side of things. And it's just something that really excites me. Thankfully, it is something that is quite fundamental to business. Without marketing, our businesses do not have a voice. They do not have a way to grow. So I've had the total privilege over the last six years in helping quite a lot of business owners with their marketing strategy. Now, I tried to work it out, the numbers in prep for this episode. And I mean, it's hard to get an actual figure, but I reckon one-to-one on marketing strategy, I have coached about 200 clients and in a group capacity, so group programs, courses, workshops, I have supported about 2,500 people with their marketing strategy. So I don't say any of that to show off. I say that to give you a bit of context on where this episode is coming from. I have had a lot of conversations with people across the years about marketing strategy, about how they feel about their marketing. I've seen a lot of people's strategies in motion. I've supported a lot of people as they have put their strategies into place. And as a result of that, I have noticed a lot of common themes. Now, this episode does feel a little bit negative to me saying, you know, here are three big mistakes that I see people making, but I want to give it a positive twist because this isn't about slapping people on the wrist and saying you're a bad business owner because you made this mistake. This is about normalizing the things that are so easily done. We've all been there. I have made every single one of these mistakes. My hand is up right now, but you can't see it because this is a podcast and I'm talking about these mistakes so that we can normalize them and have conversations about how to avoid them. If when you're listening to this episode, you're going, oh my gosh, that's me. I'm not here to shame you. I am here to help you understand how you can walk your way out of that mistake and perhaps stop yourself from making that mistake in future or perhaps just stop yourself from making that mistake so frequently. Because even as someone who is an expert, quote unquote expert, um, actually, no, I'm not quote unquoting that. We're not normalizing imposter syndrome here. Someone who is an expert in marketing strategy, I still make these mistakes myself. So this is just an open, honest conversation where we can all help ourselves to move forwards and hopefully avoid some of these mistakes in the future. Now, before I get into this episode, I do want to quickly mention, which I talked about in a couple of episodes ago, my upcoming workshop strategy in a day has just three spaces left on it. So if this episode makes you go, oh my gosh, I need to revisit my marketing strategy, or I need to create one for the first time, and you want to do that in the company of like-minded creatives, you want to hang about for a day with me, learn all the great stuff, implement it as you go, also get lunch and snacks and hot drinks and all of the good vibes, check the show notes for the link. It is in London on the 17th of November. And I'm also going to be doing an online version across four weeks 
I was going to do it before the end of this year, but it's likely going to be next year. So check the show notes for the link to the London one if you want to save one of those final spaces. And if you want to join the waitlist for the online version, which is going to be across four weeks, marketing strategy, all of the fundamentals, make sure to click the link in the show notes as well, because I'm excited about both of those things. And anything that I can do to make the work that I do in a one-to-one setting more accessible is something that I want to make sure to be telling you about. So self-promo over, let me share with you the first mistake that I see people making when it comes to their marketing strategy, which is that they don't have the right foundations in place. Now, this is a mistake that we make before we even get to building out our strategy. And I'm going to use a house analogy here, which side note, I love house analogies um, to help you understand what I mean. So if you think about a house, the house itself is your marketing strategy. It's the plan. Your platforms and your channels, you know, those are the walls and the rooms that those walls create. Your content pillars and your messaging, that's the way that you decorate those rooms. It's how you do the floors, it's the colors that you put on the walls. And then the finer details, you know, your frequency of content, the way that you content plan, your visuals, that's then the furnishings. So maybe the picture frame that you put on the wall or the lampshade that you decide to put up may have gone into a bit too much of a rabbit hole with that analogy, but you get what I mean. Your house is your marketing strategy. It's the practical, it is the plan. And before we even think about building the house, we wanna make sure that we have the right foundations in place. In the same way that a house without a foundation is not very good, I mean, that sounds obvious, doesn't it? But I've never bought a house before, but I think that's true. Your marketing strategy is gonna be the same. By having the right foundations in place and ensuring that your strategy is built on top of those foundations, aka with the foundations in mind, your strategy, your house, what it is you're actually building is going to be as impactful and as sustainable as possible. So what do I mean by the foundations of your marketing? Well, this is something I could talk about for a whole episode within itself, but I would say there are four key areas and I'm going to quickly walk you through them. The first key area you want to have clarity around within your foundations is the mission of your business and the messaging of how you communicate that. It sounds obvious, but if you don't feel really clear on what your business is about and what you're on a mission to do, how are you going to build out a marketing strategy that helps other people to get it? Clear external messaging is a byproduct of internal clarity. So in your foundations, it's really important that you understand, hey, what is my business on a mission to do and how do I communicate that? It's about understanding the impact of what you do. If your products or your services exist to take people from A to B, how do you explain that? If you can't sum up for me your business in one sentence in a way that I understand if I'm your ideal client or customer, then there's likely a bit of work to do within your foundations to make sure that your marketing is as impactful as possible. The nature of these foundational elements is that they influence your strategy and implementation of it. If you can really clearly understand and explain what your business is on a mission to do, then of course you're gonna find it so much easier to create content and a website and copy and everything else that's gonna explain that too. It has to start with you. So that's the first element of your foundations is knowing what is your business on a mission to do and the messaging of that. How do I actually explain that to people? Moving on, the second element I'd encourage you to get really clear on is your brand. You know, who are you speaking as when it comes to your marketing? If you think about marketing as a conversation, right, let's just completely simplifying it. 
Marketing is a conversation between you as the business and your people, your ideal clients or customers. Well, in order to have that conversation, in order to build a strategy that's gonna have that conversation, you need to know who you're speaking as. If you go into a conversation and just jump straight to what you're gonna say, but you don't know what perspectives, what beliefs, what personality, what values you are bringing into that conversation, you're gonna make it pretty hard for yourself to know what to actually be saying, AKA what your content should be. So knowing your brand, knowing who you're speaking as is really important there. And as I'm saying these things, you're probably thinking, hey, Alice, these don't just feel like foundations to marketing, these feel like foundations to business. And you're right, like these are things that aren't just relevant to showing up online. Being clear on these things is fundamental to showing up for our business as a whole, making sure that every single strategy we create is as aligned with what we're building as possible. The next element of your foundations, I'd say is knowing who you're speaking to. So if we're thinking again about that conversation, right? We know who we're speaking as, we know our brand, who are we speaking to? I know, again, this sounds obvious. If you don't know who your marketing exists to serve, if you don't know who you're showing up for, how can you build the best strategy? If you don't know who your ideal customer is, well, then how are you going to know within your strategy which platforms you should be showing up on? Because you're meant to show up on platforms that your audience is on. But if you don't know who your audience is, you're not going to be able to do that in the best way. In the same breath, if you don't know who you're speaking to and what their ambitions and their interests and their pain points are, how are you going to create content which draws that person in, which interests them, which serves them, which nurtures them? We've got to understand who we're speaking to in order to make sure that our strategy is as intentional and effective as possible. And then the fourth and final element of your foundations, which I see a lot of us not necessarily thinking about, and I kind of get why, because it's not talked about a huge amount, is your buyer's journey. Great, we know who we're speaking as, and we know who we're speaking to. Well, in order to understand what we need our marketing strategy to actually say and what we need to be really doing in order to sell what we do, we need to understand our buyer's journey. Very simply, if you haven't heard buyer's journey before, what it is is the process people go on from being strangers of what you do to being clients or customers. And the role of your marketing strategy is to move people through that buyer's journey, right? We show up online to move people one step closer to being a client or a customer. So of course, in order to build a strategy that's doing that, we need to understand what that journey actually is and therefore what our strategy is really trying to do. These four key areas, understanding your mission and your message, your brand, who you're speaking as, your client and customer, who you're speaking to, and your buyer's journey, Clarity in those areas is going to help you to build a strategy that is not only super aligned with the business that you want to build and super aligned with the vision that you're working towards, but also most impactful in actually doing its job, which is selling your business. If you can't communicate what you do, if you don't have a brand that people want to connect with, if you don't even know who you're speaking to or how to move them through the buyer's journey, of course, you're going to find it hard to build out a marketing strategy because those foundational elements aren't as clear as they could be. And the reason I say aren't as clear as they could be is because it is a constant work in progress, your foundations. I do not see these elements and these things as something that you clarify once and then never come back to. Your foundation should be constantly evolving and shifting within your business. Now, they shouldn't be changing, you know, like night and day every 20 minutes because that's going to give you and your audience whiplash and that's not a good business that's changing that frequently. 
but they should be slowly over time pivoting and shifting and getting clearer. Action breeds clarity. And every day that you run your business, you are gonna get clearer on these foundational elements. So this isn't a one-time fix. This isn't about clarifying these four elements and then moving on. It's about making this a habit within your business where you come back to these foundations, you remind yourself of them and you check in on whether they need shifting or evolving. Taking it back to the house analogy, the foundations of a house dictate the house that you can build. If for the last few years, your business has been going in a certain direction, and maybe if we make this into a more of a house analogy, you have been building a greenhouse on top of your foundations. You've got the foundations in place to build this greenhouse. You've built your strategy, which is a greenhouse and everything is good. Well, if you suddenly decide you want your business to pivot or to scale or to maybe just shift in a slightly different direction, well, the nature of the strategy that you're going to then need is going to need to look different. It might look a little bit less like a greenhouse and a little bit more like maybe a townhouse. Now, if your strategy is going to look different, if your house is going to change shape and size, your foundations need to do the same. Your foundations dictate what it is that you can build on top. So if your business is changing direction or if you're planning to do something in a different way or you know your strategy needs refreshing, well, the same is going to need to happen to these foundational elements because they have to be aligned with what it is that you are doing, where you're going in order for them to be actually doing their job of helping us to build this strategy that is aligned, that's working towards what it is that we want to build and is going to be as impactful as possible. So avoiding this mistake, what does that look like? Well, it looks like building that habit making the foundations of our marketing something that we are constantly connected to and aware of. Every quarter, I would say, within our businesses, taking ourselves back to these foundational elements and checking in on them, checking in on whether something has shifted or refined or got a little bit clearer and giving them space to do that. If you try and stop your business from naturally evolving, you're likely gonna stop your business's growth. So don't see it as a bad thing that your foundations never feel finished or never feel done. Allow them to be a work in progress and allow them to evolve as your business does. Because the nature of your marketing strategy is that it is built on top of these foundations. And if your foundations are off, your marketing strategy is gonna be off as well. So I hope I've hammered that point home clear enough. Did that make sense? You know what I meant. Uh, your foundations are really important. And as a recap, when I'm talking about foundations, I'm talking about understanding your mission and message, knowing your brand, who you're speaking as, knowing your ideal client or customer who you're speaking to and understanding their buyer's journey, um, the process they go on from being a stranger of what you do to being a client or customer. So you've avoided that mistake, hopefully. You've got your foundational elements in place. You've got all those things. You feel really clear. Now you're thinking about actually building out your marketing strategy. And this is where I want to share with you the second mistake that I see people making, which is that they don't think about how all of the elements of their marketing strategy work together. There is some incredible advice out there. And we, I think, are surrounded by brilliant marketing tips. You know, show up on this platform, do this thing, create this type of content, use video, show your face, do this thing within your captions. And all of those little bits of advice and those tips and those kind of hacks are really valuable sometimes. But what they sometimes do is encourage us to think a little bit too much about the individual details without considering how all of those elements are working together. 
I want to encourage you to think about your marketing and about your online presence as an ecosystem, or if the analogy feels better, like a puzzle. In an ecosystem, one element does not do the whole job. Everything is working together. The same within a puzzle. Unless it is a one-piece puzzle, you cannot see the picture on one piece. But when you bring all of the pieces together, they work together for that end goal. And it's no different when it comes to your marketing. If we think that the end goal is to sell what you do, and let's circle back to what we just talked about, to move people through the buyer's journey, well, it's really important we then think about how all of our elements within our marketing strategy are working together to make that happen. No one platform, no one piece of content is gonna do all of the work and sell what you do. It's going to be a group effort. And the better you understand what that group effort looks like and what everything is bringing to the table and how things are working and linking together, the more effective your marketing is going to be. If we really simplify the buyer's journey, it's about people finding you, people staying connected to you, and then people buying from you. So as a really simple action step, have a think about how are all of the different platforms within your strategy working together to do that. It is unrealistic and incredibly unsustainable to expect that one platform is gonna be doing everything. That is putting all of your eggs into one basket and it's likely not creating the most effective strategy possible. The best marketing strategy, especially the best digital one, is going to be made up of multiple platforms, which each play a unique role in moving people through that buyer's journey. So even if you have already got multiple platforms going on, if you're not thinking about how they're working together, you're likely going to be missing a bit of a trick. What I often see happening here when people have got multiple platforms, but they don't think about how they work together, is that there is part of the buyer's journey that's being missed. Yes, they've got email marketing. Yes, they've got long form content. Yes, they've got social media and a website. So they're ticking all of the boxes of diverse platform strategies and showing up in different places. But if all of those things are doing the same job of helping to grow their audience and exposure, and none of them are focused on nurturing their audience and selling or converting, well, that's not as effective as it could or should be because nothing is really working together. They're all trying to play the same role. And it's not just thinking about your platforms, it's also thinking about the content within your platforms. You might be creating tons of pieces of content, but if you're not thinking about how that content is working together to nurture people through that buyer's journey and what individual role each piece of content is playing, well, your content likely isn't gonna be as effective as possible. This is where, and you're probably already getting the gist of this, bringing everything back to the buyer's journey is so useful because we just keep going, right, this element, this platform, this type of content, this format, this tip that I took on, what is that doing to move people one step from either being a stranger of what I do right up until being a client or a customer? The more that we can see our online presence and our marketing strategy as this ecosystem, as this puzzle, the more things get to really play their individual role. The more sustainable things get, the more pressure we can then take off of each individual element. And as a result, the more effective things get to be. So how do you avoid making this mistake? Because I think it's one that we're all guilty of making. We love to jump to the practical and the details sometimes without doing that top level thinking. Well, you might roll your eyes here. You wanna make sure that everything is fitting into that buyer's journey that we've talked about. 
This is where your foundations are so important because if you've got clarity around your buyer's journey already, when it comes to building out your marketing strategy, you can then just question, hey, how is this action? How is this part of my strategy? How is this platform or this content fitting into this buyer's journey that I've outlined? And how can I make sure that I've got that top level strategy in place? I understand how everything is working together before I dive in to the individual platforms and the different details within that. The risk that we can run if we don't do this is that we just create all these disjointed platforms and we might be doing all the things and we might be showing up and being consistent and creating a lot of noise, but it's not actually effective because we're not thinking about how things work together and it's not being done with that buyer's journey in mind. So that is the second mistake that I see people making. They're not thinking within their strategy about how things work together and it all just feels a little bit disjointed. Now, the third and final mistake that I see people making when it comes to their marketing strategy is more with what you do once you've got it, which is that they do not implement it consistently. I kind of didn't realize this, but the first mistake is a mistake you make before you build the strategy, not having the foundations. The second mistake is one that people make when they're building it. They don't think about how things work together. And then the third mistake is one that we make once we've got the strategy itself, which is that we don't implement it consistently. Love that from me. I've really made this episode a bit of a storyline. Didn't even mean to. Uh, But this is something you can apply to any strategy. And this is something I could talk about all flipping day because what good is a strategy if it is not implemented consistently? Implementation is the most important step in any strategy within your business, marketing or not. Without implementation, all you have done is spend some time writing some nice notes, maybe making a nice document, making yourself feel like you're moving forwards without actually doing anything that is gonna move your business forwards. That might sound a little bit harsh, but I think we all need that reminder sometimes. Working within our businesses, right, doing the kind of internal work of building out the strategy and the plan and doing those foundational elements, that often feels quite nice. It's quite exciting, it's quite fun, it's pretty low risk, it doesn't often contain a lot of discomfort. What does though contain a lot of discomfort is then implementing that, showing up, creating the content, putting ourselves out there, being willing to make the mistakes. And this is where I see so many people tripping up. And I'll put my hand up here. I do this all the time. I build out these incredible plans and strategies, but they're no good because I don't implement them consistently. Now, why don't we implement things consistently? Again, this is something I could talk about all day. I think, first of all, a big thing here is mindset. If you are waiting to feel 100% ready or confident, you are gonna be waiting a long time. If you are setting yourself the expectation of perfection, you're gonna really struggle to take action because especially the first few steps of implementation are going to feel messy. Something I talk about within my group program, Foundations First, is taking messy, curious action where we're not aiming for something to be good. We're just aiming to take this messy action with a curious mindset where we then get to see what we learn from it. No one ever feels 100% ready. I say that as someone who has run their own business for a fair few years and has seen a lot of other people run their own businesses. I'm yet to meet someone who has unshakable 100% self-belief. We all have a bit of a voice, however loud it is, however or however quiet it is. I feel like sometimes it fluctuates, which says, you know, no one cares, you shouldn't do this or you should just stop. And I don't think 
the solution is to wait for that voice to stop. I think the solution is to learn how to keep taking action despite that voice being there. And in doing that, how can we up the volume of the other voice that says, you can do this. People are interested. There is something of value that you have to bring. If you do not believe that what you have to bring via your marketing has purpose and has value, you're going to find it really hard to actually want to show up online because there's so many parts of showing up online which kind of mess with our confidence and our self-belief. And I am no mindset coach, so I'm not going to dwell on this point for too long, but I think mindset is a big conversation to be had here. It's one of the biggest reasons I see people struggling to implement consistently. It's because they don't have the self-belief and the mindset of a willingness to get it wrong and a willingness for it to be messy in order to be implementing, especially in the early days. Those first few steps of implementation, I often liken to like a toddler taking its first steps. Like it is a little bit wobbly. We don't really know what we're doing. We're often doing something new for the first time. So actually, instead of expecting that we're gonna get it right, why don't we go into it expecting that it's gonna be sticky, expecting that it's gonna feel new and different, and we're not gonna feel super confident and almost seeing that as a good sign. Like I say in business, if you're feeling a little bit wobbly, if you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, and I'm gonna side note here, there's a difference between discomfort and feeling unsafe, if you're feeling uncomfortable, not unsafe, I think that is a great sign that you are doing something new. And so often in business, growth comes from doing something new. So to implement consistently, we wanna take on that mindset, messy, curious action. I'm gonna learn through action. I'm not gonna wait till I'm ready. I'm just gonna start. But I don't think it's just mindset. I think it's also down to some practical stuff too. If the strategy that you have created is not actually sustainable for you to implement, of course you're not gonna be able to implement consistently. And the reason that I say the word consistently with this point uh, is because implementing for a couple of weeks, especially when it comes to a marketing strategy, is not enough. You need to give your strategy a really good chunk of consistent action before you judge the results that it's giving back to you and before you decide whether it is changing or not. And if you have not built a strategy that's sustainable, you are gonna really struggle to put in that consistency. Now, something can be unsustainable for a couple of reasons. First of all, you could have just built a strategy that relies on more time, more energy, more resources than you have. You might have decided within your marketing strategy that you are gonna be showing up on your podcast three days a week when, hello, I can barely show up once a week. So that's probably not very sustainable. It might be down to the strategy itself, having too high of a frequency, too high of a workload. But it might also be down to the processes and the systems that you have in place within your business or maybe maybe don't have in place if you don't have the infrastructure in place to help you to implement. What I'm talking about here is like the tools that are going to help you to implement your marketing strategy. If you have outlined that you're going to sit down every single month and batch create your content and schedule it, but you don't have tools that help you to write out that content and then a scheduler that you can actually put that into, well, then of course, it's not going to be sustainable for you to do that strategy because you haven't put the infrastructure in place to help yourself to do it. So when you're building out your marketing strategy, it's really important to be thinking about what you actually have capacity for. Build a strategy that has an understanding of your capacity as a business owner. I know we like to be over ambitious. I know we wanna think we can do all the things and achieve everything, 
but that's just not it. We're humans. Our time is our one limited resource. And if you do not build a sustainable strategy, you're better off not building a strategy at all because it is just not going to serve you because you're not going to be able to implement it consistently. And then if you have built a strategy that is sustainable for your workload, think about the infrastructure that you then need to put into place to make sure that it really is sustainable. What systems are you going to be implementing? What tools are you going to utilize? What processes are you going to follow? Process is something I think we don't talk about enough here. Like how are you actually going to turn this strategy into action? You might have outlined that you want to show up on these platforms with these content pillars and with this frequency, but how is that actually turning into content every single day of every single week? Something I encourage clients and students and basically anyone that I do marketing strategy with to do is to outline the three-step process they go on from strategy to action. If you see it as just one thing and you're like, oh yeah, you know, on Friday, I'll do my content and I'll somehow turn this strategy into fully scheduled content. I think you're setting yourself up for failure because there's so many steps that are involved in that. There's the ideation stage where you're actually just coming up with content ideas and gathering your thoughts. There's then the planning stage where you're turning that into content and you're deciding what's going to be said where. And then there's the actual creation stage. You might do that as a batch. You might do that as you go, but that's where you're actually making the content and putting it out there. By looking at the process from start to finish and breaking it down and questioning when you're actually going to do it and how you're going to do it, you're going to make sure that you implement consistently or you're at least setting yourself up to implement consistently. I think consistency can sometimes feel like a constant thing that we're working towards. And I actually think that's okay. I don't think I've ever reached a point with my marketing where I'm like, yep, I'm fully consistent. It always feels like something that I could be working on, but it is such an important part of this conversation because whilst absolutely I could have filled this episode just with conversation around strategy itself and likely given you a million things to add to your to-do list to figure out within your marketing strategy, I think this final piece is so key because as I've said a few times, if it's not implemented consistently, there's no point making it in the first place. And I'm not giving you that point as a reason to not make the strategy. I'm giving you that point as a reason to think about how is it going to be sustainable on a long-term basis for you to implement. Wow, that was a bit of a run at the end there. I kind of got a bit passionate about consistency and implementation. What a loser. But that's it. Those are my three mistakes that I see people making and hopefully some thoughts and ideas on how we can either avoid these mistakes or walk ourselves through these mistakes when we come up against them. If you have listened to this episode and put your hand up at every single point and gone, this is definitely something I needed to hear. Let me just say that does not make you a bad business owner or a bad marketer. That makes you human. I have made all of these mistakes. I have no doubt I will continue to make these mistakes. We are not bad business owners for making mistakes, but I do believe uh, we are better business owners when we then learn from them and think about how we are going to move forward. So I really hope you have found something within this episode that you can take away and begin to action or perhaps something that you can come back to in future um, when you need that reminder. But this is me for another episode. I will be back in your ears next Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out. Uh, and as mentioned at the start, if you are interested in learning about marketing strategy, check the show notes to either join us for strategy in a day in a few weeks time uh, or to join the waitlist for strategy in a month, which is going to be happening, I think, 
This might be famous last words. I always commit to dates and then Emily, my editor, will know. Things change all the time. Uh, but I think in early next year. So check the show notes for both of those. Have an amazing week, day. I was about to say life, but that sounds a bit dramatic. Um, and I will be back in your ears soon. <laughs> 